You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity as one of the city's wealthiest men in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his trusty driver, Kit Baxter, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, The Golden Claw. Well now, good evening. Oh, it's you. That's right, Pop. It's us. Well, you just... We ain't never missed a Thursday yet, have we? You two just... You didn't think we'd forget you now, did you, Pop? You listen to me. Now, you listen to me. I'm a busy man, see? We've got a lot of territory to cover, and we ain't got a lot of time. You think we can clown around all night at Pop Jackson's Green Grocery? I'm a businessman here. You? A businessman? Why, neither of you has ever done an honest day's work in your life. You know what it means to pour your heart and soul into a place like this? To try and make a good living for your family? To, to give your customer an honest deal and be part of the community? Do you even know what that is like? No, Pop. Because I ain't a sucker like you. Now be a good boy and bring us the dough. The claw don't like to be kept waiting. The, the claw? That's right. The claw knows all about business. Knows what a risky operation a place like this can be. Open late? Why, anybody could come in. And who knows what they might do? That's why the Claw offers protection. Protection for you and your family. I don't care. My family's worked too long and too hard to build up this business to have the food taken from our mouths by a lot of cheap crooks like you. All right, Pop. That's the way you want it. Mace, hold his arms. No! No, no. I'm warning you. Stay back. Me? I'm gonna enjoy this. Morning, Pop! Pop? Pop? Hmm, that's strange. Are you there, Pop? Oh, hello, Miss Baxter. Ah, Jackson. I told you a hundred times, call me Kit. Yes, Miss Baxter. I mean, Kit. Where's your father today? I don't think I've ever come through that door without his big, booming voice calling my name. Father couldn't come in today. He... he wasn't feeling well. Wasn't feeling well? It's nothing serious, I hope. No, he... that is, I... I couldn't say, really. Dot. It wouldn't take much of a detective to see through this routine. I thought you were a chauffeur. (laughs) Which proves my point, I guess. Now, what is it? Well, sometimes it helps to talk. I don't see how it could. Well, now I know something's wrong. Please, Dot. I'm your friend. Oh, Kit. I don't know what to do. Mother and Dad said not to tell anyone. Tell anyone what? Dot? Some men came into the store last night. They beat up Dad pretty badly. My gosh. Were they robbers? They were much worse than that. I don't understand. Oh, Miss Baxter, these men have been coming in for months, demanding money from Dad. Not just from Dad, from all the stores in the neighborhood. They say it's for protection, but we never needed protecting before they came along. And they beat your father up? You know how proud Dad is. 
Mother managed to make him keep his temper for a little while, but it was only a matter of time before he refused to pay. Now the other shopkeepers are too frightened to stand up to them. Yeah, that must be just what they were counting on. Would you recognize these men if you saw them again? No. No, they would only come in late after I'd gone upstairs for the night. Well, think, Dot. Did your father ever say anything, anything at all, that might give a clue to these men's identities? I... I'm not sure. He said... No, but I don't know. Come on, anything, Dot. He said sometimes the men would mention someone called the Claw. The Claw? Yes, I think that was the man they work for. Hmm. Has Pop hurt very badly? He... I don't... Oh, Kit! There, there, Dot. I'm so sorry all this has happened. That's all right, Miss Baxter. Thanks an awful lot for listening. It does feel better to talk about it. But I don't know that it's really helped. Well, time will tell, Dot. Time will tell. And she said the same thing had been happening all through my neighborhood. Honest shopkeepers and businesses. Oh, boss, it's just awful. It certainly is, Kit. And it's not just your neighborhood. These organized gangs are like cowardly parasites, feeding off the honest labor of society. Well, why doesn't someone do something about it? Someone? All right, why don't we do something about it? In many ways, our problems are the same as those of the police. The victims of these crimes are too intimidated to come forward. Fear is both weapon and shield to these gangs. Their best defense is to keep people too scared to point the finger at them. But there must be another way, something. Oh, boss, Pop Jackson is a salt of the earth. That something like this could happen to him. The real difficulty with this kind of crime is its pervasiveness. Even if we rid one street of these parasites, how many more are out there? In how many neighborhoods? So we do nothing? Just because a crime isn't flashy and the villains aren't super? Don't flash me the baby browns, Kit. I didn't say we weren't going to help. I just want you to know what we're up against. Sometimes, the mad scientist in the giant bumblebee costume is easier to spot, that's all. Did she say anything that might help us get started? Mm, Not much. Just that the men might work for someone named The Claw. The Claw? She said that? You know him? I wish I did. There have been rumors from the criminal underground for quite some time of a gang leader called the Golden Claw. A master manipulator, like a spider in the center of a web of corruption. This Golden Claw has cornered most of the rackets in the city. He operates with a ruthless efficiency, eliminating the competition and squeezing each operation for all it's worth. Well, if this Golden Claw has branched out into the protection racket, then no honest businessman in the city will be safe. That's right, Flying Squirrel. But if we can eliminate this mastermind, you and I have a chance to make a real difference to a great many people. boy, boss. Where do we start? The Golden Claw's men are about to receive a visit from the Red Panda. Jeez, boss. Two nights we've been watching these streets and nothing. I know, Squirrel. It's a tricky business. We know Golden Claw's goons keep to a strict schedule... If your neighborhood is collected on Thursdays, it becomes a game of hit and miss to catch up with our friends. I'm not even sure what we're looking for anymore. Everyone looks suspicious from up on this rooftop. See what I mean about the bumblebee? I really do. Boss, I can't stand all this waiting. I let you beat up that purse snatcher. That was yesterday. Patience, partner. What do you see coming up the street? Nothing. Wait for it. 
Watch that flower shop. See? Two men coming out the door? They were in there less than two minutes, and they didn't come out with flowers. You think? And before that, they made a very quick stop at the drugstore. They don't look sick to me. They will in a minute if they pull the same routine at that tobacconist. Boss! They went right in! Not very subtle, are they? Why bother hiding your activities when you rule through intimidation? Come on. Let's grab them when they come out. Right. I'll head for that alley. When I distract them, you swoop in from here. Which one's mine? Which one do you want? I'll take the one in the gray hat. Done. See you at street level. Good luck, Red Panda. Come on, Mace, get a move on. We've got three more streets to finish, or we'll have the Golden Claw to answer to. I don't want no trouble with the claw. I, on the other hand, would like that very much. What the? You! Me. Who? A masked man looms out of the shadows, and you ask who? It's the Red Panda, dummy! Pull your gat! Blast him! I don't think so! What the... I have that gun, Mace! My, you're a big one, aren't you? Nice job, boss. Thanks, Squirrel. How's yours? Uh, He's, uh... He's fine. He's unconscious, isn't he? They don't answer a lot of questions when they're out cold, you know. Sorry. I ain't answering any questions. I don't know nothing. I want a lawyer. (laughs) A lawyer? I don't think Mace here really (laughs) grasps the situation. Do we look like policemen, Mace? Do you know any beat cops with bright red masks and gauntlets? Or a crown attorney with retractable gliding membranes in her delightfully form-fitting unitard? Hello! I know my rights. Will you just hush a minute? I'd like to follow up that last point. You have no rights here, Mace. You and your little friend never worried about the rights of the innocent people whom you robbed. What about their right to earn an honest living? I ain't saying nothing. Oh, you will, Mace. You will. You big, strong, dumb types never put up much of a fight where it really counts. You will find it impossible to resist, Mace. You will tell me everything, everything I want to know about the Golden Claws operation. You will tell me because you are powerless to resist. My mind is in your mind. Yes. My will is your will. Your will is my will. You want to tell me everything. I want to tell you everything. Good boy. Red Panda, the other one, he's getting away! Let him go, we have what we need. You there, down the alley. Stop what you're doing. Police! Never one around when you want one. Better part of valor time, Squirrel. This alley's a dead end. Use your static shoes. We'll climb the building walls. Stop in the name of the law. Incompetence! I am surrounded by incompetence. All I have is one simple dream. To take the chaos in this city... Rival gangs spending more time and energy fighting one another than doing business. I only wish to take that madness and replace it with order. One order. My order! (laughs) But that one simple, beautiful little dream is constantly compromised by incompetence. Oh, now, boss! Don't you call me that! (coughs) You will not address me like a common hood. Proper respect is the first step to a disciplined campaign of crime. I have a name. You will use it. Yes, Golden Claw. I apologize. Good. Now, while you are in a supplicant frame of mind, 
Perhaps you would care to tell me why I should allow you to continue within my organization after this failure. There wasn't nothing we could do. The Red Panda and that girl sidekick of his, they came out of nowhere. Excuses! Excuses are the signposts on the road to defeat. You were too slow, too weak, too incompetent to perform even the simple task which I had given to you. You allowed my work to be interrupted by this masked menace and this oafish assistant of yours, this mace, whom you persuaded me to employ. He was prepared to give up my secrets. Sure, but, but Golden Claw, the, the Red Panda, he's got some kind of hypnosis or something. He can make anybody talk. Anybody? Well, I don't, I don't mean me. I'm just saying. Just saying what? The cops, they broke up the party just as I was making tracks. That chief O'Malley, he don't trust the Red Panda. They got Mace now, and he ain't talking. No, no, he isn't. But his will has been broken once. He's useless to me now. It's time Mr. Mace was offered my organization's very generous retirement package. <laughs> You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Hello, Mace. There you is. I thought you'd never show. You gotta get me out of this cell. That's the idea, see? Oh, I knew you'd come. I, I was getting worried. The mouthpiece never showed or nothing. Yeah. The Claw decided on the direct approach. So I see. Where'd you get that police uniform? The Claw's got people everywhere, Mace. I'm sorry about this. Hey, quit kidding around. Put that gun away and get me out of here. It's gotta be this way, Mace, or it's both our necks. But, but I ain't said a word. I ain't said... That's right. And now you never will. Well, hello, young lady. How can I help you? Is uh, that how you're going to do the voice? What's wrong with it? Just talk like yourself, boss. Like myself? Sure, just uh, scuff it up a bit. <laughs> you sure did a number on the makeup, though. Mm. I'd have never recognized you. You like? I like the old face even better. Kit Baxter, behave yourself. Besides, what if someone came in and found one of our city's best-known millionaire playboys running a green grocery? The society papers don't make it down to my neighborhood all that often. Well, better safe than sorry. How did you finally convince the Jacksons to let us use the place tonight? They think the shop is closed. I convinced Dot that the family should be out of town at her answers Thursday when the Golden Claws men come back for another payment. She convinced her parents, and uh, here we are. So we're breaking and entering. Well... Well? Yes. But it was the only way without mentioning that my dear old boss is also the masked mystery man known to the underworld as the Red Panda. Yeah, probably just as well. I thought so. I'm going to the back to change, then head up topside. Good hunting. Tonight I'm the hunted, remember? Keep your ears on. Right. Good evening, sir. A fine evening tonight. It'll do. Where's Pop? Old Pop Jackson. Uh, he sold the place to me this week. Gave me a real good price, too. Oh, yeah? The sign still says Pop Jackson's Green Grocery. 
Sure, sure. I ain't had time to get it fixed up yet. Gonna say Frank's Fresh Food. You like it? I like it okay. I guess Pop told you about the uh, insurance out on this place. No. No, he didn't tell me nothing like that. I don't need no insurance. Everybody needs insurance, Bob. Otherwise, who knows what could happen to you. I'll take my chances. I don't think you understand the situation, Mr... Uh... Frank. Right. You see, Frank, if you discontinue this insurance service, whatever is going to happen to you will happen right away. Hear me? Say, I know what you're up to. This is some kind of shakedown, isn't it? You catch on real quick, Frankie. Now make with the dough. Oh, no. Buying this place has tapped me out. I got nothing to spare. You're breaking my heart. This place is too important for me to talk to some flunky. Flunky! That's right. Something like this, I negotiate with the top man only. Buddy, you don't know what you're asking. I'm not asking. I'm telling. If I don't talk to the head man, not only are you getting nothing out of me, I'll get the rest of the street together. We'll all go right to the cops, you hear me? Okay, Polly. You're either real smart or the dumbest guy I ever met. You want to talk to the boss? Let's go see the claw. But you won't be coming back. All right, Frankie. Top floor. End of the line. Boy, when you say top floor, you ain't kidding. This is the Royal York, the highest building in the city. That's right. Not only that, but since we took that secret express elevator from behind the ballroom... I bet we're on some hidden top floor that most people don't know about. You know what, pal? You sure talk awful funny. Do I? I must be nervous. You should be. Because when I get nervous, I point out obvious stuff, like the fact we're on a secret top floor of the Royal York reached by an elevator behind the ballroom. Hey, can it, would ya? It's time for you to meet the boss. I told you never to call me that. Boss, I mean... Why have you brought me this insect? This guy just bought a grocery store in Cabbage Town. Said he'd get the whole neighborhood together and rat us out to the heat if he didn't meet the top man. The top man. Typical. You? You're the Golden Claw? The head of half the organized criminal operations in the city is a woman? Don't sound so surprised. A woman with shoulder-length black hair pulled back in a bun and dark... Green eyes, about five foot six with a clear complexion. This guy talks funny. I noticed. You told him quite a lot about me. About our whole operation. Actually, I didn't. Be silent, cretin. Well, little man, you're half right. I am a woman. But it's much more than half of the city's criminal enterprises that I run. You don't say. Oh, but I do. Gambling... Protection, bootlegging, smuggling, bookmaking, all controlled through one organization. That can't have been easy to put together. Oh, it wasn't. But it had to be done, you see, my insignificant friend. Crime is like any other part of our economy. Where there is unity, there is strength. As long as rival gangs and organizations are fighting one another for control, the business becomes far too risky. But once a smooth, unified operation has been achieved, we can focus our energies on maximizing our profits. Call it the woman's touch. Is that the logic you use to convince your rivals in crime to step aside for you? <laughs> no! 
No, the old boys required more traditional methods. Most of them are decorating the bottom of the lake now. Progress. I suppose that's what you've got in mind for me. Don't be silly! You aren't important enough for anyone to notice that you're missing. But I cannot stress enough what an important part of my empire the protection rackets are. Small, but regular contributions made by clients around the city. For them, it's the price of stability. And when someone threatens that stability, you have them beaten. Like you did Pop Jackson, is that it? Who? A guy I took care of with Mason just before you had me ice him. Oh, don't imagine I sign off on every transaction. These are standard operating procedures. Your procedures? Yes! My procedures. My city. My rules. As you are about to find out, sir. How best to use you to prevent non-compliance among my protectees? I have it. At dawn, your bullet-riddled corpse will be thrown from a passing car onto the sidewalk in front of your shop for all your neighbors to see. We've done it before. It works wonders. Have you anything you'd like to say first? Yes. Now would be fine. What do you mean? He was talking to me, actually. The flying squirrel! But how? Well, I can fly and climb walls. I can't believe you're surprised to see me. She was listening to us by means of a special miniature wireless device which broadcast our conversation to her. Not just to me. We rebroadcast it on the special police band. They'll be here any minute to take you away. That's why he kept repeating where we were going and what we looked like. So the police would know! And a recording of your confession will be available for your trial. Very tidy. Except you'll never live to see it. Men! Kill them both! Can I just say two words? I wish you would. Gas grenade! (laughs) Nice work, squirrel. Good thing we're immune to our own knockout gas. We should get out of here. The cops are on their way, and you don't have your mask on. Right behind you! Golden Claw Captured. Reign of terror at an end thanks to the quick work of Police Chief O'Malley and his crack investigative team. Who writes this stuff? Oh, Kit. Let O'Malley have the credit for this one. He knows who really gave him Golden Claw. Maybe this will turn the old boy soft on us. You think? No. But notice in the entire article he never suggests that Golden Claw and I were partners. Or that she was just a patsy for your criminal genius. Or that Golden Claw and the Flying Squirrel are really one and the same person. You're right. Being totally ignored by Chief O'Malley is the best review he's ever given us. Don't get too used to it. Well, Kit, we made a real difference to people in your neighborhood and all over the city. It feels pretty nice. That you can get used to if you like. I like. How's Pop Jackson? Doc says he's nearly fully recovered. And without the protection rackets hanging over their heads, things are going to get a lot better for them. Hmm. Well, do me a favor. Name it. If you know of any more greengrocers in trouble... (laughs) Oh, no. You're quite safe. Mm, Thank goodness. But my butcher has been having the most terrible problem. I knew it! (laughs) And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! 
This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, Episode 4, The Golden Claw, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Jonathan Lear, Stephen Burley, Andrea Lyons, Peter Nichol, Shannon Arnold, Clarissa Dernetterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.